0: I do a podcast, kind of anxiety centric, called Panic Attacking. It's on YouTube. We just started YouTube.
1: Yeah, I love that YouTube title. Thing. That's perfect. Because uh, now, what do you? What what is your like anxiety? Like, because I just I've been going to therapy, and I kind of realized like all my little weird things about me is all anxiety. You know, like so, what do you consider your anxieties?
0: So, anxiety is like the fear of unknown, and we all have it. Like, you know, you always that fear that pang of uncertainty before you do something that's anxiety and people have it more heightened than others so if you're going to therapy yours is heightened i'm heightened too my anxiety of the unknown is always with like social interactions like if there's a big group of people i'm like oh i don't want to walk in because they'll say i smell weird you know so they'll look at me at once and that's weird so it's all mainly social things i don't really care about financial stuff or I don't know what else people actually have anxiety about other than just living life. Right. Mine is all like social centric, which through therapy and, and living life, I'm kind of slowly getting over it, but it's still a journey.
1: Right. So anytime you go into like, like, let's say you go to a con, like, like the other day I saw you at a comedy club when you walked in, did it kick in? Uh,
0: At first? Yeah. Cause so that comedy club, is oh, it's always new people working there when I'm there so I'm like do they you know they always act like I'm I'm a audience member and I got to be like oh, I'm not I'm a comedian I swear and I take out my ID and point to the set list or right, the right, right. comedian list so it's always kind of weird going in there but the less I care about a situation the less anxiety I have and I really do not care about that place so my anxiety right. is pretty low at that place but a different club would be pretty heightened
1: right right now have you ever had like um like an anxiety attack all the time yeah really? i used to
0: get them like real bad like i would be motionless and uh like i couldn't even move
1: but how often
0: i used to get them in like big situations uh like when i first started comedy i would do um barking to get stage time right. and there would cool. be times where there'd be a big group of people and i would just freeze like i, I couldn't even say free comedy show yeah to them
1: and like, did you like, cause I've had two panic attacks in my life and you know, you, I, I, I literally felt like I had to go to the hospital. Like, I couldn't breathe. I, I just stand there and I'm just trying to rationalize things in my head. Like I, I, I had a, I, I, so my first panic attack, I was like having this run where I was like doing these shows and then I had to like drive back to my parents' house and then I had to like, you know, like wake up. Uh, I had a meeting, I I wanted to go to the gym, then catch a train back to the New York and like in the morning. So I'm literally like, like, like just going from like running around with with like a chicken with that ahead, you know,
0: you had a lot of things going on at once.
1: Right. And in my mind, the whole time I'm like, gotta go, gotta go. Anything that gets in my way, you know, I'm like, fucking get out of my way. Like, 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 uh, you're holding me back. Like God hates me. Like, like all the like, (laughs) just every second, you know, like, Right. Uh, it was ridiculous, like like the train will be delayed I'm like, oh, of course, God's fucking with me You know, it's like Obviously I know it's just the train's delay has nothing to do with me, you know, I'm not that important But I remember I, I'm like running around for days And then I finally like I, I'm going to the train station And I could I have a huge bag With me, and I see the train like pulling up And I had to run up the platform So I, I get the bag, I run up, I'm out of breath I get on the train, and finally I have this 40 minute ride like where I'm, like I can just relax, and right. literally, like two minutes in, I start having a panic attack because I think, like I was so like go 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 for 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 probably a couple of years. Like I keep saying, like it's been days, but it's like my whole life has kind of been just go 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 and worried, Me like too. I'm not gonna get there in time. People are gonna think I'm the late guy. I'm a piece of shit. Yeah, and, and when just- you're in
0: that situation, I always like think about the the future of of my own exaggerations so I'm like I'm gonna be late to this that means this and this and that's why yeah uh, this girl dumped me in high school and this <laughs> is why I do this because I suck you know like right. I, I just like while I'm in a bad place I'm just like what else is down here I could make myself feel bad about
1: and right you know
0: it's like when you go to the grocery store hungry
1: So you start self-analyzing? Is that what it is? Like, you start self-analyzing the situation? Like, what's wrong with you? Is that what you're doing?
0: I'm just like, what are they going to do when I'm late? They're going to hate me. Oh, God, this is, you know, like, then that's, since they hate me, this is going to happen, and that's going to happen. Yeah, I, like, do worst-case scenario domino effect.
1: Right. You ever ever feel like that? Like, you run run late, and you're like, oh, my God, everyone's going to know. Everyone's going to think I suck. Everyone's going to – and then you get there, and no one even notices – and you're just kind of like, all the
0: time, all the time, <laughs> especially that club we just talked about. Like, I was oh. running late to that spot and I was like, for no reason, I was like, oh, they'll never book me again. And I'm yeah. going to not get on stage anymore my whole life. And yeah, I'm going to yeah, yeah. have to work construction. And then I, I walked in and they were like, oh, yeah, you're late, but whatever. And no one cares.
1: No one cares. We're running two hours behind. So you slept have to wait here an hour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. I was like, what
0: the fuck? I'm, 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 I'm out of I'm breath. Out. I'm like chugging Gatorade.
1: Yeah, I wish we did this podcast. I wish we did this like a year ago because I've actually gotten a lot better through therapy, and now I'm, my girlfriend is probably the most anxiety real person I've ever met in my life, dude. Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> compared to I'll- your news and self, you mean? Yes,
1: yes, bro. She'll call me and she'll be like, "I sent an email to my boss, and I'm scared." I'm like, "What? I'm scared he's gonna think I don't want to like do my job or or I'm not into my career." I'm like. What did you ask him? He's like, I asked him if I could take this extra course. I'm like, <laughs> what are you worried about? He's like, oh, he's gonna think I'm not focused. He's gonna think uh, I, I don't want to do like. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Like, like, like he probably hasn't even read it. And if he reads it, like, and then every time it's like he he ended up getting back to her, and it was like, oh, I think that's a great idea. You know?
0: Yeah. Every everything about anxiety, it's like when somebody else sees it from their angle, they're like, what are you worried about? Yeah, <laughs> you know, but at the at the time you're like, this is the biggest thing in the world. Everything's on the line. Yeah, and then somebody else is like, who gives a crap? You, you,
1: you yeah. psycho. <laughs> it's really like not a big deal, like at all, like like any of this yeah. stuff. Yeah, but um, yeah, dude, I had another panic attack. I was literally, I was in the movie theater watching a Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> Just a random. Random panic, they're always really random. They're never like, um, oh my God, like, you know, someone's dying or anything. It's just like I'll be sitting there. And I think for a while it was because like I was so like hyper active, like like constantly kicking myself in the ass about everything. Uh-huh. And when I would have a moment to relax, my body was kind of like almost ahead of itself, you know, where it was it's like. start catching up. Yeah, like we're, we're you're, you're, why are you not anxiety-reeled right now? Like, like we're, 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 not, we're not functioning like this. So I would just start having like panic attacks. And it was, uh, they're pretty bad, you know?
0: So like, um, well, on my podcast, we have like a therapist who, who's like a fan and listens and gives us advice at the end. And like my co-host has panic attacks. That's what we, we named it after him. Yeah. He, yeah. she said that a par- panic attack always has like a root cause with, uh, and it takes, it takes a while for it to kick in, but her theory was that if there's a, some kind of fear of separation, that happened earlier in the day that'll catch up to you and, and trigger the panic attack later in the day so i don't know if when you before you saw that movie once upon a Hot time in hollywood did something happen did uh you leave a manager did a manager leave you or like you know did, was there any big change in your life right before you had that panic attack mm.
1: i can't. I know that call.
0: movie came out a long time ago so i don't know if you know if you'll, you'll even years remember
1: years ago i don't I don't. I can't say. I, I. I remember more the the first one when I was on the train. I just remember like I had so many freaking um. It just like it was just like five six years of just 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 uh, anxiety, you know. And was, I was there any
0: I, like big any big change that happened right before that one on the train story you told well, me because you saw, said you were I, on a big. Day.
1: I started dating my girlfriend, and I didn't get the panic attacks after I was dating my girlfriend. I think, and she she kind of told me that she's like I think my anxiety went up for a little bit because I was dating her. her well, there you go. That, fierce,
0: that, that, that fear of separation might have
1: been something. Yeah. I think it's so maybe, maybe like, you know, fear of like losing her or fear of, you know, something like that. Well, and that makes sense. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So maybe like you had a fight earlier that day or maybe something gave you insecurity about the relationship earlier that day and that triggered the panic attack later.
1: Right. Well, dude. I mean, that's nothing. I don't know how it is in your relationship, but it's like my girlfriend will be like, she'll just say something, and then in my head I'll be like, oh, she hates me, and uh, we're gonna break up soon, you know? And well, that's it, it man. That's what
0: wrong. that that's why you're having panic attacks. That's that's it right there is the insecurity in the relationship. But or at, the, this, at the time, I mean, right. you know, I'm sure you're. You know.
1: But yeah, we like so we actually yeah, me and her had like we took a break and then we kind of re- and then we went to couple therapy for a little bit and now we're like now the whole thing is like we're pretty honest and open about everything, so I think a lot of the root of anxiety, especially in the relationship, which triggers more anxiety, is, like, just hiding, like, hiding the way you're feeling, you know, for the short term, because you think it's going to be better. Um, Just, like, saying, like, anything that makes me feel upset or sad or, like, you know, like, a girlfriend's very vicious. Like, she's very, like, critical, so a lot of times I would just kind of swallow all the shit she would say. <laughs> and then... <laughs> And then it just just cause like oh, I don't want to see I'm like I'm a I'm a I'm a I like i am ai am ai am ai do not want to I'm gonna be a man I want to be like you know act like I can handle it you know right right but now if she you know says something that's hurtful or whatever I'll just say it so I don't start resenting you, you'll call her out when it's I call mean. her out yeah I was very well, that's good was, man huh
0: that's good that's probably why why, why your why your panic attacks are going down now
1: yeah well I had two but I'm definitely way more cool now now I'm I'm, I'm the one talking to her off the edge all the fucking time you know yeah. But yeah, it's, uh, dude, I mean, yeah. Like, I remember one time I went to go see uh, my therapist. I'm on the train, and the train's running. I, 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 I thought I was in the local, but I was in the express. So I go from, he, his office is on 72nd. So I go from, uh, I, was, I was on my phone. So I go from 96, to 72nd to 42nd. And I just, I didn't realize I, I had uh, missed this train until after it left 72nd. So I'm just seeing like 69, 59. I'm like, oh, and then the whole time I'm like freaking out. Like he's going to like never want to see me again because I'm late. He's going to, you know, be so pissed, all this shit. And like, um, I just start blaming like myself and like, oh, it's just bad. I feel like I'm repeating what I'm saying, but like, I don't really get to talk this much about the anxiety stuff with people. You know, most people. no, yeah. That's, that's my life,
0: man. When I'm late, it's like, yeah, I I like almost black out from my own (laughs) thoughts, you know? Like it's a toilet in my head of of everything wrong in my life. It's so okay. when I'm late.
1: you're such an even killed guy like I would never guess like I saw you Saturday. I would never have guessed I mean I saw you the other day at the club. I would never have guessed you thought the whole time you were scared that they were gonna give you sh- like not know who you were
0: yeah the uh well, once that you saw me right when I was there, so they told me it's fine and they you know, I was running late and then you saw me after I performed so like it, it you didn't see me right when I burst through the door it kicked it open like like I was a fireman and, uh, you know, I was rescuing a baby or something like, right. Like five minutes before I saw you, I, I was a nervous wreck. So you oh, saw me right at the right time.
1: <laughs> did you try to go in there with like swag. Like I, this is my fucking club. Like I belong here. Like to over, no, like no. overcompensate.
0: No, I walked in. I go, I'm out of breath. I go, oh, did the show start? And then the, <laughs> the bouncer is like, huh? I'm like the show, the show. Cause Last week I was there. The show never started. I was sitting there like a goober the whole time. Of course, that was the time I was early.
1: Yeah. yeah when the yeah. show
0: never got off. So I was like, he's like, Yeah, the show's he looked at me like I was insane when he was the yeah. bouncer last week and the show didn't happen. So I'm like, Okay, who's on? And he tells me <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oh my god, dude. Dude, yeah. I also have um I have anxiety like uh when i'm out too like oh, like you said like, like, like in like like not not comedy stuff like just like out in groups of people
0: i'm speaking yeah.
1: the whole time like am i too quiet like it, 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 am i lame you know like am i eating too much you know just just constantly thinking that people are looking <laughs> at me and like how right. important i am you know do you think it's an ego thing almost the the kind of be like thinking those thoughts or because they're not i think, I think it's
0: thoughts. like a, a, com- a comfort thing and you know like it's 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 many layers because i remember being a young comedian and i'd be around older comedians i'd be like oh my god i'd be like afraid to say anything yeah and now i just kind of say whatever i want but now i'm i feel like i'm a, i am an older comedian but i also don't care as much right you know like I've, i i've lived long enough where i'm like if i say the wrong thing my whole life isn't gonna end you know right. like but at the time i thought one wrong word and everyone's gonna hate me forever
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I also feel like too. It's like um, comedy itself. Doing comedy itself jacks up the anxiety because you're doing a, a career that's you know has no um, what's it called? There's no uh, money ladder. Oh, money! Yeah, there's no money. There's no security. <laughs> that like I, I don't even know what the chances of you making it. I think there it's like the ten percent. So like you know any club you go into, you see any lineup, it's like all right. I guess I guess one of us. <laughs> it's going to make it it's a terrifying yeah. thought and then now that i'm dating my my girlfriend it's like it's i'm not just doing this for like i'm not living for me anymore i'm also living for like cuz you know one day we're going to have a future together you know so yeah just, and that, that just that, that, that
0: will cause from. more anxiety for sure
1: yeah that definitely uh that definitely it becomes
0: is. it becomes less fun and more of a like a career
1: right which is also good because um in a way because usually, you know, when, you, when you're just doing co- open mics and stuff, you're just saying whatever horrific shit, you know? But when you, like, kind of like, all right, I gotta be funny and kill, I think you kind of take more of a business aspect to it, and I think it could help you also, you know?
0: Yeah, every every community I know who's had a kid either quits or they take their career up a, up a notch. Right. Um, like, uh, like Aaron Berg, before he had his kid, he was just, like, a club guy, and now he's doing commercials and he had a radio show at one point. Actually, I lost track of what he, his career is, but he had a boost, and I think it was all because <laughs> of the kid.
1: That was like, great. The, like Aaron Berg's career is—I actually don't even know what the hell's going on with him. But uh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say the wrong thing. But after after he got the kid, he definitely got motivated. And same thing with Paul Verzi. After yeah. he had his kid, I think like he or maybe he always had kids. I don't know. But oh, Chris Stefano with his kid
1: right 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 yeah it's something about like i got to provide for someone else besides myself that really kind of it kicks your it's it's like a back against the wall thing you know and i think some people you know the people that quit um i don't want to say they're not into comedy because that's not fair to say but i i I think maybe they just kind of it's just too much you know it's just it's just it's just too much
0: yeah and then when you have the kid you got to be like is this something that is worth this time away from my child is this something i really care about this much and then some people are like it's not i'd rather be a dad and have a real life
1: i used to have an anxiety about my girl spending too much time with my girlfriend and taking away from comedy and um the more i kind of relax like i take sunday off now like and the more i kind of just i don't need to do four uh, uh club spots or like three open mics i could just do one or two get my work done, go home and see her. Like I actually feel really happy now. And I'm not like just I'm not a I'm not like a hundred percent worth comic, you know. So I think I was almost overdoing it before.
0: Me too, um, man. And I feel like when I take that extra breath, like I take a day off to well one that's busy, you know, and then uh and, and then I, I try not to do as many spots. Like I won't say yes to everything. Cause if I do two quality spots, I get more work out of it. Right. Than if I did Ten shitty spots, cause I'm like, whatever, screw this. Like, if I'm at LOL, that club, we, I don't even know if we said the name. I hope we didn't. But
1: hello that's fine. It, that
0: if was... I'm there, like ten spots in a weekend, I, I, I get more if I just have one or two spots at that club in the weekend, cause I'm like, yeah, get, getting everything down in my set list when I'm like, oh, who cares? I got ten spots. I can mess around. Right. And-
1: and you're listening to each set and like you're you're you're, right. you're reflecting on each set i talked about this with someone the other day it's like everyone wants to do like the 20 spots a night but then like like um you know the big you know new york city comic uh comics or whatever the big comics it's like we gotta remember those guys are doing those spots or girls are doing those spots but they're all paid spots so they're just racking right. up though you know for us it's like we, we may get one paid spot and the other two or three are just like they're they're just flexes almost you know yeah I got exactly five spots tonight you know it's like at a certain point it's like are, are you getting anything out of it i guess you are getting stage time but if you're like who's that th-? i'm not that disciplined literally like after the first two three sets i stopped listening to my set between the train rides i just go i don't even give a fuck you know like oh, <laughs> oh
0: <laughs> yeah whatever. exactly yeah
1: so yeah i think uh um, yeah that's the thing one thing too it's like it was also like i was very anxious about like oh, if I don't get on stage, all my comedy juice will just d- d- just evaporate from my body and I won't know how to do stand-up again.
0: And then and then, you, the older you get, or the more you do it, you're like, okay, these flexes don't matter. I mean, as long right. as I'm secure with, with myself as a comedian, I don't care what <laughs> the, the people who look at my Instagram story think of me. I just, love, like,
1: I just want to love myself.
0: Right, yeah. I'm like, I'm doing spots. I'm getting better. I don't care who needs to know this, you know.
1: Right. Oh, the worst anxiety I have is when I'm an open mic when there's other comics there, dude. I I cannot perform. I don't know how. Like Usama is a guy. Every open mic he fucking crushes. I'm like, I don't know how you have this energy in front of other comics, dude. Like, it's amazing. Like, he the just moment- doesn't
0: care. He he's reached a point where, and I and I saw him reach that point. Like, he yeah. used to care about the comedians and he used to kind of be nervous on stage, and then he reached a, like a. A point right. in his in his life where he just stopped caring at open mics and he started doing well. I think when he started getting shows and stuff.
1: Right. Yeah, that's the way to go, dude. That's the way to go. But
0: yeah, but but I hear what you mean with other comedians. They're like, because you, you see them all the time an audience you'll never see in your life unless they follow you or whatever. Right.
1: But- and the whole time I'm thinking like, I've been doing this joke for like years. Are they gonna know? You know, I'm trying to open up strong. Be like, oh, but they know that joke. I open up strong with. Meanwhile. Not one comedian knows anything that i ever fucking said. <laughs> They're not listening.
0: Yeah, but and, and at the same time, you don't need to open up strong. Like, who gives a fuck? I know, about them? I know, I know. You got to stop caring about... Uh, once you stop caring about them, you're going to be fine. <laughs> like, Because the whole point of open up strong is to, like, get your confidence to ride out the rest of the set. But right. if you're nervous about what they think of your first joke, you're not even going to have that confidence at the beginning
1: it goes back to having confidence and that kind of defeats anxiety or not caring as much, you know, it's like, yeah, the more emphasis you put on like little like things and like especially in comedy comedy is like, you got to go up there and just be totally confident and cool and not giving a fuck. And the moment, you know, you're, you're coming up there too prepared um, or, or, or it, it comes across as like, you know, you, you're bummed out that, that your first joke didn't work or your confidence drains or you're anxious. Yep. Like that's when you just eat a dick, you know?
0: exactly so what i do is uh I, I just carry my notebook up with me at an open mic because i'm like they'll show that this shows them i don't care
1: oh and,
0: and uh i don't care myself because i have a notebook here i don't need to remember every word it takes the pressure off for both of us you know
1: right 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 <laughs> that's good i i actually i started just like i I i'll write like a whole set list and then i literally will have to go back and just cut all the like just get to the fucking thing you want to talk about dude you know because in my mind i always is an open i I want to talk about this and this but then i always like i said open up with like whatever the fuck now i just like dude just get to the fucking thing
0: just get to the fucking joke who cares
1: who cares just have fun open If if it doesn't work then that that's what you're here for you don't need to you know do your a material up top at open mic
0: no i feel that yeah
1: yeah All right, so good anxiety talk. Uh, Were you always anxious? Were you an anxious kid?
0: Always, always from the, well, I don't know. Like there was that point in my life where I was a kid and I thought like, you know, I know worries in the world. But I think around puberty, when I started knowing what girls were and stuff, that's when I kind of lost my carefree attitude. (laughs) Interesting.
1: Because dude, I, up until, I didn't start getting really anxious until like, I graduated college like a couple years into stand up. Like, I was a pretty cool, not give a fuck, just drunk. Like, I was, dude, I was jumping off buildings and just being a, I was a psychopath. Oh, really? Dude, yeah, I was the crazy guy. I was the crazy, drunk, uh, uh, dude. Like, I was always, let's, let's go. I'm down. Mischief Night was like the, my night to shine type of guy. No get fucks given. I almost kind of missed that about me. Like, now, like, like I used to drink so much, be hungover, and just live life. Now I'm like, while I'm drinking, my first drink, I'm like anxious about being hungover, and I have to like, you know, I taper it down all the time. But me too. Yeah, I. I but I used to be just, just just cool, not give a fuck guy. Um, so I, That's I, getting
0: I, older, man. That's getting older. Your body is more sensitive to alcohol, and you're more aware of that now.
1: Right, right, right. And then I'm all like, oh, if I get drunk, I can't do my comedy shit. Blah blah blah. Like I'm gonna bomb.
0: But- yeah, you have responsibilities now too. Yeah, that'll ruin your mood.
1: Right, right, right. <laughs> so, you're always like so in high school were you um were you, you were anxious in high school, like with the girls or was it other stuff too?
0: Yeah, with the girls, even in middle school when I think that's when I started noticing women, I was super nervous to talk to them and approach yeah. them and every time a girl talked to me, they would talk to me first and then I'd be like, "Oh, <laughs> I, know, I, know, talk back.
1: I think though I think everyone is uh got a tough time talking to girls in high school because they had never done it before. It's like riding a bike; they're gonna fall flat on their on their face, you know. Yeah, but I
0: noticed like the cooler kids would uh, maybe because the girls were more around them or, or something. They 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 seemed to to handle it pretty well, and they plus they would go to parties. I never went to parties, so I never had like a uh, drunk time around girls like i'm right. sure they did when they were 14 or whatever
1: how come you didn't go to any, any parties
0: well uh, mainly not getting invited <laughs> was, was the worst part <laughs>
1: oh you didn't, you didn't have the choice oh shit
0: yeah and plus like i went to a catholic grade school and a catholic um high school and i had to it was it was called bishop Barton. okay okay it was, it was the high school and my parents had to drive me there. And I think they sent me there because the neighborhood we grew up in was bad. So, like, my older brother got beat up in public school. They sent him to the private school. Uh-huh. So they just sent me to the private school because they were afraid whatever happened, to my older brother would happen to me, which it probably would have. Yeah. <laughs> so I, w- I had to leave my bad neighborhood to go to this nice neighborhood to, to go to private school. And all the cool kids and everyone else lived in the nice neighborhood already. Right. So it was hard to like uh, assimilate with 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 that when I lived in a shitty part of the town. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, this kind of this kind of makes sense though because it's like you're you're in this bad neighborhood where you could get beat up at any second. That's anxiety riddling, you know. You just walk out, you could get the shit kicked out of you, and then you're going to another school where it's like. Oh, where are you? Where are you from, Andrew? And then whatever, like I'm in the the shitty part, and they're like, oh, like you're almost high. Then you gotta. Wa- Did you hide the fact that you were you used to live in this bad neighborhood? I, I
0: didn't think there was anything wrong, but they, the rich kids didn't even know where I live. They never had to go there, so like they they're like, huh? They, they didn't even know that was bad. They just it was an alien like world to them.
1: Right, right, right.
0: Because they they had everything they needed in their nice part of town.
1: Right. Did you feel like? Like, you instantly knew, though, right? Like, these are rich kids, and I'm poor.
0: I didn't really know that until high school, because then they, they started, we started driving. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, holy crap. I'm driving, like, a used car. Everyone has, like, a new, like, uh, BMW and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, and that's when it kind of re- dawned on me that I am <laughs>
1: poor. <laughs> I would never have guessed, dude. You Like, not, not to be... uh anti-racist or whatever you call it but you're like you look like a clean cut you look like you're from connecticut like you got nice sneakers like i you saw new new kicks i saw at the lol the other night like
0: that's right yeah that's the new me man that's the new that's me living in an apartment with uh my girlfriend i have extra yeah. money <laughs>
1: oh my god dude good for you fuck so so okay so you had um god no that sounds terrifying bro i mean it's just like Because a lot of making friends in high school is kind of just like after school, you go hang out and do whatever, you know, like you walk home together and you couldn't do that. You had to like, you know, take uh, the crack bus home.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Or wait for my mom to get me and she was late because she had to work at, you know, all the other kids, their moms didn't work, (laughs) you know, like, right, 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 rich. So. My mom would like clock out of her nursing job and pick me up late, and I'd stand outside of the school like a uh, homeless person.
1: Are you last in? Last key kid were <laughs> you? It,
0: I never knew what that word is. What what is that like? It's it's so. Your in the
1: house? Yeah, it's like basically it's like for kids who are like her, their parents work till like five six, so that school ends at three, and then it's just last key is like an after school program where you they basically watch you till five six you know, you pay. Like- oh, I was in that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And all those kids were like, were like, I thought I was poor. Those kids were poor. Those kids <laughs> in that last key program.
1: They have, <laughs> like they I was better off the backpacks. Them. They didn't have shoes. Right. Yeah. I had,
0: I, yeah, I had pants that didn't have holes in them. So I was like, I, so I didn't get along with them. So I was like in my own, like, I yeah. guess, a, I guess it would be uh lower middle class instead of super rich and super poor I, I wasn't even like their level
1: bro i relate so much to you like you said you got picked up like late right and you're just waiting all the time <laughs> yeah bro my mom too my mom got off work at like 6 six thirty. 30 I I think was to like 6 the latest so she would always come around 6 15 6 20 and like i just remember the counselors being just so like get the fuck out of here like where is yeah. your mom leave you know like like oh we got one kid like he'd be on the phone what is like girlfriend like oh I want to bang you but this goddamn kids parent I got to wait for this one more and I'm just yeah. feeling terrible about my like I, for existing just feeling terrible
0: I know and I was there man I'd be there at the 6:15 last kid and then I'd be like my mom's here uh and I'd <laughs> pretend like she's here and I'd stand outside of the school and
1: Oh I think I've done that too I think I lied and then I just
0: Yeah and um, just cuz you didn't want to like upset these whoever they were it was me was the lunch lady who watched us after the? oh really
1: yeah well I think a big another big part of my anxiety I'm sure you had this too is inconveniencing other people all the time that that fear of like oh if I like uh uh I don't want to like like um like the other day like my girlfriend and I made this reservation we're going on a, a double date is that a couple date double date yeah double date and um this is what, how I use. So, so this is just an example of this making inconveniencing other people. So it's daylight savings on Sunday. So I'm like, Oh, like we're gonna lose an hour. Let's make it for uh one o'clock. And she goes, Oh, we can't do that. The, your, your friends are gonna be so mad at us. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, they'll be happy. They can get an, another hour of sleep. at Sunday. Like, Oh, the, they're going to think we're so hard to work with like, like what? <laughs> yeah. But I, Something- I think you, sorry, go ahead.
0: That's something I'm just starting to get over. Like yeah. I, that's the hardest part about letting go for me is is the not letting down other people, disappointing people. Right. And nine times and out I of ten, quarant- things- Qu- quarantine has helped me. I feel like get over that. Oh, how so? Just like nothing matters at all now. You know, like <laughs> I kind of like was able to reflect, like self reflect but this is all silly. Like yeah, you know, a, whole, a whole year stopped dead and nothing mattered <laughs> you know
1: like you know what helps me whenever I like l- let's say I have like a stomach flu and I have to go to the hospital or something the days after I'm just like I don't give a shit about being late I don't care if 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 uh if if I'm you know whatever late to the whatever like all the anxieties I don't give a fuck and then like it comes back a couple days later because like I almost just died you know like I right. feel like like uh that feeling of, of death or coming close but yeah, that's
0: that, that's that hierarchy of needs you learn in psychology class. Like, right? If you're like, if you're hungry, you only think about the food, and then you don't care about. Like the fact that you don't get laid, you know. Like, right, right, And then once you get the food, and then you, you figure out you're not dying, then you are then you worry about, about everything else. do get laid, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> that's why rich people are—they're worried about their engines on their fucking jets, you know. And like, yeah, it's like worried about making a our rent. Like rent is hasn't been something they've been concerned about ever, you know.
0: Exactly. Yeah. That's and that shows you. That just shows you money can't buy happiness because there's going to be always something you're going to be upset about no matter how rich sad you are. Though? Like,
1: we can never really be happy. You know? like, we're always, like, it's, uh, uh, no matter how good our lives are, there's going to be something we pick out. Think about comedy. You're doing open mics. Oh, I'm fucking doing open mics all the time. You start doing late night. Oh, I'm fucking doing late night all the time. You start doing real paid spot. Oh, I'm fucking not headlining. You know? <laughs> it's like it never ends, dude.
0: Yeah, and then like, the advice I got from an older comedian was was like, you get it when you're over it. When you're too good for it that's when you get it and then when you when you think you're ready that's when they say no and mess with your head like you know like he didn't get his jfl audition until he was like already on tv and didn't care about it and then he then he got it. yeah um so the same thing happens like with us and i think it's all a confidence thing too like we care about things too too early and then when we stop caring about it that's when we get it because our confidence is super high because we we don't care about the outcome (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right. It's like when you're in a
1: date and, like, you find out the girl is, like, or the girl's super hot or you find out she's, like, a, whatever, like, a millionaire. And then before, like, the first date, I'm, I'm literally talking about personal experience here now. But the first date, you're, like, oh, loose, I don't care. I'm, I'm, uh, I, I got this girl's number. And then you find out she's rich and famous and you're just, like, and <laughs> yeah, the whole date, you know, like, just doing too much, buying, you know, buying her stuff. Yeah,
0: the stakes okay. would definitely be higher in that case, for sure.
1: Right, right, right. So, yeah, so in high school you were um fuck, man, that that sounds like a tough situation. So, did you make did you have like some friends at least?
0: Yeah, so most of my friends lived in the outskirts where I did. Like none of my close friends lived in that rich part of town. Like we all lived in like the shitty part of town or the... did You all
1: go to school together at least or did they go to the pub? We
0: all went to school together, yeah. Okay. And then one of my friends who lived even further than i did he got he got like kicked out of school freshman year but we still kept in touch and right came
1: we're friends what did you get kicked out for
0: he like uh i guess it'd be called trolling now i think he like trolled a girl he had a crush on and she called the police and they traced his ip address and like oh. arrested him oh my god I, I forgot what he did i think he was like saying like uh I, I can't remember exactly what he did, but I just know it was warranting the police coming. <laughs> it was
1: sex- was it like sexual or was it like like her just just goofing goofy stuff?
0: I think it was like him to him it was goofing. To her it was serious, like something about uh not threats, right? I, I don't even remember but something like I'm gonna kill you or something uh, probably. Oh,
1: I love how you just brushed over that i'm you know, it was like i'm gonna kill you or something you know? yeah you know something <laughs> small time stuff you know i
0: can't i can't even remember uh what it is i think it was something like that something weird yeah. but to oh. him it was it was his version of flirting
1: <laughs> i know oh yeah dude those, that that's the thing too when you care too much you, you try to try too hard you just say <laughs> yeah you try to kill him woman yeah i'll kill you <laughs> what i love you you know it's like what the fuck <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm trying really hard to relate to what he was going through, but I don't think we can. But, uh, but I don't even remember if that's what it was, but I just remember it was something worthy of the police. So then his parents are like, you you know, we're taking you out of the school. Or I think he got kicked out.
1: I remember this one girl pissed me off so much. I wasn't or interested in her, but she was like a little goody two-shoes smartass teacher's pet. And I told her I was going to kill her. Not, not like... <laughs> I was like, dude, I'm gonna fucking. Oh, so you can relate. (laughs) I can't, but I wasn't trying to. uh, I didn't like her. That's the thing. Like, yeah, I just wanted to. I hated her, (laughs) but um, I said that obviously to me, I was gonna kill. Like, I went home, like, like I just said it. Like, it was my like, fuck you. Like, you can't curse in school, right? So I go, I kill you, you know. And bro, I go home and not like. And then the next thing you know, like, I get a call, get into the principal's office. Next day, I go to school. She's sitting there with fucking tissues in her hand. And I got suspended. Oh, like, they like asked me, like, did you say? It? I'm like, yeah. And then like they knew I was like, I was like, dude, I just said that like a like a fart. You know, like, 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 she's the most annoying fucking, th- and obviously I'm saying it <laughs> and she's crying, so I look terrible. But I got suspended. For- down. <laughs> yeah, it was so I got suspended for a day and under the grounds of a terroristic threat. Okay. I'm like, I don't know, it was a terroristic threat it was definitely a threat more like a half-hearted threat but to call it a terroristic threat seemed a little bit you give me too much too much uh too complimentary you know but i could see that yeah
0: that's uh what, what how old are you
1: oh dude this is like 13 12
0: yeah so that's around the time where girls i think we're all going through puberty at the same time so they're super sensitive you know they're getting their periods or whatever happening and then you oh. are super angsty because you're you know you, you have stuff in your balls for the first time in your life so right. like i could see like those two worlds there and that happened at my school too where a guy says something angry the girl cries and you know it's like that weird time where you, your, your hormones are sorting themselves in your brain right 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 and that's probably what happened to him too my buddy his hormones like were making him do crazy things
1: i, I think he was just <laughs> trying to like he liked this girl and he just didn't know how to be like hey how you doing so he decided to have his alias and like talk so he could just have a conversation i think having the conversation with her and getting the reaction was probably what he was trying to do you know and yeah if you tell someone you're going to kill them you're going to get a reaction from them you know for- and
0: i think that's and that's the same way we, we handle it open mics i mean that's a <laughs> far from but remember like when you first saw your open mic you say anything just to get a reaction because you're not funny at the time so
1: bro i i saw a tape of me at the village lantern when it was in the basement yeah oh dude i know the stuff i was i would get canceled in three seconds if i that video ever surfaced man
0: everyone would yeah the things we say just just because you hear somebody go oh and you're like oh that's something
1: yeah i know right any reaction (laughs) making
0: a sound that's great
1: I was listening to the the other comics laughing. They were laughing at me like this is so pathetic, and this guy's such a bad. guy. And I I took that as like oh l- l- there's laughter, you know. And I just yeah,
0: see me, it just takes a while to sort that. that out. Good laughs from bad laughs. <laughs> but so, I think you're right. I think he made that alias, and you're right. He did make an alias. Now that I remember he made an alias on like the AOL screen name or whatever. And I yeah. think it was to get a reaction out of this girl. Now it makes sense in my head.
1: That's all it was. So um how was like do you have any stories like any like mem- uh, memorable things to tell
0: from the- uh yeah so from from high school right is this or is this all a school
1: yeah high school anything just any yeah anything puberty and uh written or charged
0: <laughs> yeah so when you asked me that i was like thinking of things that were like severely embarrassing and uh and so i went to ca- I went to Catholic school where we all wear uniforms every day. So that made you super heightened to differences. You know, maybe that helped me in my comedy now, but. Right. Because, like, we all wore the same exact thing, like prisoners. So you'd look at somebody's hair and be like, your hair's sticking up. Wow. Look at this. You know, it's right. Like a right, huge, right. huge deal at the time when if you, I, I assume in public school, people are less critical of somebody's hair because everyone has different clothes. Like, would you? what do you think? Well,
1: it's more their outfits. So it's like, if someone comes in like looking like a million bucks, I guess you just assume like, Oh, that person's rich. That person's like, you know, that you kind of determine their status like that, or there's a style you can dress in, you know, like, Oh, I'm going to dress like my, a big thing when I was in high school was like, Oh, like I want to dress like a, like gangster, you know, it was like, Oh Oh, really? Yeah. Echo, Sean, John, triple XL, like baggy jeans, And then you had uh, preppy kids, or Abercrombie and Fitch, those flip flops. Oh Um,
0: yeah, there was a phase where people wore those all the time. Isn't that crazy?
1: Yeah, (laughs) it's like I said. It's like you look back at it now with the pop collar. The the, there's like the paint on the polos. I'm like, what the fuck was I even thinking?
0: But that lasted like six months. I feel like the paint stains.
1: Yeah, it was very. Those were on
0: jeans too
1: you had the jeans and the jeans were ripped and it, it was just it was just a- and spiky hair too and then you had like the beads the white beads, the beads right, around your neck
0: <laughs> so lame everyone looked the same like if you look at a picture like you said it's either like that gangster echo look with the timberlands and the baggy jeans right, right.
1: or air force ones yeah
0: or air force ones yeah or you had the preppy kids that all looked identical either they had the oxford button up with the hollister logo or the polo with the whatever preppy logo company they have
1: right so yeah i would say like you would kind of judge like people by the way their outfits you know um and yeah that's it like 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 uh, you know everyone all the groups kind of really dressed very similar that's for certain yeah um i agree yeah yeah
0: well, it, so I, I guess there was less identity i mean you got your identity at least but you, you blend your identity was just to blend in with with a certain group of people kind of like right. in prison how you choose like to be the the neo-nazis or the the the, right. the islamic it's more uh, ide- ideals
1: ideal no i guess it's ideals and um identity yeah it's more identity i guess in prison but how would what about in so I, I find it's interesting. So if everyone's dressed the same, like how do people like distinguish Like you said through the hair, but it's like, what other ways would like people like class of like group each other?
0: Okay, so like glasses, you know, there was a wow. group of kids, that all were friends, and they all had glasses. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Isn't that bizarre? I mean, looking That's back, I'm- They're just sharing it. <laughs> like, how, how, who's your optometrist? Whoa, you're gonna contact <laughs> soon? Get the fuck out of the group.
0: Yeah, they're swapping out lenses. Here, try this one Ooh. Uh, out, of their, out of their eyeball.
1: Your stigmatism uh, is not as bad as mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: And then all the cool kids, they all carry themselves pretty well. Like they were I think we could wear necklaces, so they had the puka shells or whatever it was.
1: Oh, shoes. Could, could you wear your own shoes?
0: You had to wear, like, dress shoes. Mm. So some kids would wear, actually, Timberlands, because I think that was, like, a loophole, because that kind of was brown.
1: Okay. okay. Or something. I, I don't know. Okay. So you could but wear, we you wear, wear accessories to kind of stick out.
0: You couldn't even really wear. You couldn't wear a hat. You couldn't wear. You could wear a watch or something like that, but you couldn't wear like um, sunglasses that definitely couldn't fly, and you couldn't have your ears pierced if you were a man, or no one did. I don't. I don't know if that was right. Weird.
1: Right. Right. Sam. So.
0: So they would. Uh, it was all like confidence-based so you could see like the cool kids all like stood up straight and you know had like swagger in their step and me and my friends were just hunched over like you know we just discovered fire and (laughs) we're gargoyles yeah in the corner where the shadows are so
1: what did what did you (laughs) what did you and your friends do like what was your like the stuff you guys did together
0: so we would, my, me and my friends, the one who got kicked out, and my other friend who lived in my neighborhood, we would um, play music. Like we we were in the heavy metal, so oh. we would like no one else was. We were in the you know music that had already stopped becoming cool. So we would play together. We would go to guitar center and and like try out guitars, and that's fun. And that was our life. And then we play video games. Like we play a game Starcraft. So nerdy, <laughs> so nerdy, yeah. And you... I remember, like, there was the day of first homecoming dance. I was a freshman, mm-hmm. and I was like, I don't have a date. This sucks. I'm a loser. And my friend texted me like, Hey, you want to play StarCraft? I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> and I felt like a million times better. I'm not the only loser in the world.
1: Oh, that's so cute.
0: <laughs> even, though even though we're we're doing the most loser activity, <laughs> but together, <laughs> but together, but together, yeah. you're right. We're suffering together.
1: Oh, that's very. Were you in a band?
0: So I was, I was in like uh, a band with those friends. We would play music together. Metal music. Metal music, yeah. We would do like Metallica
1: covers. Metallica, okay, okay. Um, What was the band called?
0: It was called Nitrous. We we drew up a logo and.
1: (laughs) Are you guys you guys still playing or no? Where can I get you? the, the SoundCloud account.
0: The two of them crazily moved to LA after. Uh, college and wow. now they they play music professionally.
1: Whoa, that's awesome!
0: Yeah, they they play with John Mayer or no, I'm sorry, John Legend. They played it with him a year ago, and they actually had a pretty good career going right before Corona. But
1: what happened? With, what, what? What? Where? Why are you doing comedy now? What? What happened?
0: Why am I doing it?
1: No, not comedy. I meant like, wh- how come you fell out of the band?
0: Oh, I don't. I I think like. Toward the end of college, I, uh, or uh, high school, I mean, I, I I, started, um, dating somebody and just kind of got bored with it, I, I guess. So you were, Plus, you were like having a girlfriend,
1: then you were more into her than the band, I guess.
0: Yeah. Cause the band is a lot of work. You have to is, yeah. practice, and all the Metallica songs and all the songs we like to play were so complicated that it was uh, like a lot of work. And then I think like the stress of that kind of broke up a band like a real band <laughs> like we kind of uh got yes. sick of each
1: other <laughs> what, what what broke you guys apart music what yeah right that's supposed to be the oh, part you love doing
0: and when i watch like a like a vh1 behind the music of a band they break up i'm like i know the feeling man <laughs> i played covers when i was uh, 18
1: <laughs> usually it's fame fortune and jealousy but for you it was just the music
0: yeah, I was it, was. it was the anxiety of having to play these complicated songs, and and I, I don't know. Once I stopped playing, I was like, "Wow, this is." I have all this free time now to be with this girlfriend who sucks.
1: <laughs> so you you had a <laughs> girlfriend in high school, or was this? Yeah, yeah, okay.
0: yeah. This this is my first girlfriend ever. First like uh, sexual experience. I think probably first kiss was all in one, and Did she you... she wore goth makeup.
1: Oh, she was a goth chick. She must have loved your metal music then.
0: I think that attracted her to me, yeah. Right. She, she wore like like eyeshadow or she didn't wear like the white face paint like goth people, right. but she wore like a lot of eyeshadow and like weird Did She necklaces. have like
1: the collars and and the wristbands with like the spikes coming out and the and the boots with the spikes.
0: Uh, not I, I can't remember. I, I, she wasn't like super goth, but like to me it was goth. You know, like right. just dark makeup and so You know, I think she wore a lot of black clothes. How did you meet her? I think I sat next to her and, <laughs> you know, just, just cr- creeped on her until she liked me back.
1: What class <laughs> What class did you sit next to her?
0: I remember there was, like, a computer involved. I don't know if it was, like, a class, but I was, like, at a computer and she was. And then every time she checked her email, I would, like, look and try to see what her password
1: was. Whoa! You really? Just, <laughs> I, I don't know. you can't you can't retract now dude what the fuck i'd be like yeah
0: let me uh get in her life (laughs) like you know
1: oh my god so how did you how'd you guys end up dating then
0: i'm trying to remember i remember like i was like really into her and it was just the typical thing where she wasn't into me at all and then when i stopped liking her that's when she liked me of course uh kind of thing and then i should have been over it and been like well you should have liked me when i liked you but instead i was like a girl a girl likes me this is great even though i don't like her at all but i i did (laughs) right
1: so did you think she was like because i had a high school relationship too i thought like you know in the moment it's the first one you think it's the one and like you know you know it was devastating when we broke up did you have that go through all that the whole that whole heartbreak
0: no i remember in college like not, but like right when i got into college uh she get she went to a di- she got into a different school and didn't yeah. get into my college i felt like a pang of relief like this really? is my out i can get out of this
1: oh wow so you hated? yeah
0: her. i felt i felt excited yeah I, I she was actually like pretty toxic like i think like looking back like she would uh do things to like manipulate me like like, if she knew I was hanging out with my friends, she would, like, ask to hang out with me. So I would, like, have to cancel fr- plans with my friends to hang out with her. When yeah. normally, she wouldn't care what I was doing. You know, kind of stuff like that. And I know what uh, you're talking
1: about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very uh, passive-aggressive, uh, min- controlling, kind of.
0: She was, yeah, very controlling. And it kind of, like, traumatized me in my future relationships because I'm like, is it okay if I hang out with my friends? And they're like, yeah. Yeah, dude, I
1: don't give a fuck. I hate your friend Yeah, what
0: are you? I'm like, wow, you're great. No, I'm normal. No, you're normal. <laughs> you're a normal person. I was just the first relationship I was was severely, yeah, uh right. controlling.
1: And you went you and, to, when you went to you guys went to prom together, obviously.
0: Yeah, I got the rental tux I forgot. She wore like some ridiculous dress.
1: Yeah. Did she make you like did she pick out your tie and everything? Was she that controlling? She's like you got to match my 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 crazy goth outfit
0: i think so i think like <laughs> she had a say in what i wore yeah yeah i'm telling you I, I and i had no idea i'm like this is what love is you get told what to do so i think like when i got in a different college i'm like thank god it was like um like a like a prisoner getting a letter that says you can leave <laughs> that's the
1: thing about the relationships too it's like If you when you separate from the person, and it could be like voluntary or involuntary, like let's say you just go off to college, I think that feeling of like you gotta miss the person, you know. And if you don't, if you feel anything but missing the person, like if like you said relieved, I think that's where you know like the relationship is is probably dead, you know.
0: Exactly, yeah. And I do remember like I can't. I was too afraid to break up with her because I never broke up with anybody, and I didn't know what to do. And I thought eat your blood. What?
1: So you drink your blood? She's you know goth and shit, dude.
0: Yeah, she would like make a voodoo doll of me and pee on it, and you know I would have, <laughs> to, I would have a heart attack.
1: That's the, that's the least of your worries with the voodoo doll, <laughs> right? Stabbing whatever your eyeballs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know what what she's doing to that doll, but I remember like I went to college and and then she sent me an email because I I don't think I had a, my own cell phone at that point. Okay. Like, okay. Uh, that's how like underprivileged I was <laughs> even though I wasn't even that underprivileged I did not have my own phone which is like unheard of now but
1: yeah that's inc- that's crazy she, so uh emailing each other, yeah
0: yeah she we're emailing each other so she sent me an email that said I met somebody else and Whoa. you know uh I like them way better than you and and then I was like I, I got really mad I'm like screw you you suck and I I kind of like Sent an angry email to her when I didn't even care about the relationship anyway. I didn't really give a crap.
1: So, you didn't care that she <laughs> she found someone else at all? Like, not even like doing oh, it. it no... made me
0: angry. It made me angry, I think, just because of the insult. And then, like, eventually I, I got over it.
1: But I think it was also like I'd be angry too because I'd be like, yo, I don't like you anyways. You know, like I was, I should have fucking broke up with you. Like,
0: ahead of time. exactly. I, exactly. I think that was part of it. And part of it was mad that she met somebody before I could, you know, like. Like, if I met somebody immediately and I sent her the email, I'd be feeling like a million bucks. But, right, right. right. <laughs> it happened the other way around.
1: <laughs> it's so, it's when you get into a long term relationship, like like a serious one, like you, you, how long have you and uh, Matt been together?
0: So, um, like two something years, two and a the half.
1: Thing, there was one time we met, I, I don't remember when we, were, we met at LOL and they were in the outdoor shows it was so funny. I've I told my girlfriend, she laughed at this, Where it was like, how you been, man? And you were like, good. I'm like, I'm like, you still with, with Maddie? You're like, yeah. I'm like, oh yeah. Like, like I moved in with my girl and you're like, yeah, me too. And then we had like five seconds and we were like, are you okay? Like, <laughs> 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 like, like, is everything, are you like, nice to see you're still alive. It's, it's tough though, man. Like um, when you get in a serious relationship, my biggest fear now is like, obviously if it doesn't work out doesn't work out but then it's like god damn it's starting over again with someone not just not just dating but like getting to know them and like live with them and all that shit man like starting over again
0: well you're a young man i mean like you know it's your first move in so i had one other move in before this one so you
1: did oh i see i see
0: it kind of like uh i'm like starting to see like oh this is normal for living together you know like before when i first moved in with somebody i'm like this is crazy i can't believe things changed you know but now <laughs> i'm like oh this is what happens <laughs>
1: so it's it's inevitable basically like every it's that's- inevitable
0: yeah okay the fact that you guys share a space together share finances now like yeah, a little bit of the romance is gonna go away because just right. to the fact of the situation
1: yeah, bro, because so, the relationship was in the beginning. I'm like, our relationship special, we're different. And then the more, the longer you get into it, you're like, oh, no, it's just everyone's the fucking. It's the same. Everyone
0: is exactly the same. Just the beginnings are a little bit different, but it all ends right. up the same way. <laughs>
1: right, right, right. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, all right, do you have any, any more stories? Did you play any sports?
0: I played football just because my dad made me. And uh, <laughs> I played football in, in high school like freshman year and i played football like growing up because my dad also made me play football so i i kind of like knew how to play and i kind of had like the foundation even though i was really small like i was really short
1: you don't uh, sound excited about um, it <laughs> my dad no knew. i
0: didn't like it at all it was like it was like horrible for me because i just wanted to hang out and play video game play starcraft in my room by myself and now right. i gotta play uh with all these kids that are humongous
1: right you got to get tackled for a couple hours there
0: yeah and then i remember like summer before freshman year i was like having the time of my life i was was, like playing video games like not doing anything i had literally no friends because it was (laughs) this is so
1: funny i had the time of my life playing video games not no social no friends this is the best
0: yeah, I just sat in my room, played. Video. I was like, "This is awesome!" And then I had to play football, like you know, beginning of August. And I was so out of shape from playing so much video games yeah. that I got like a condition in my knee. And I went up to the doctor, and they're like, "Yeah, this is only happens if you haven't moved your leg in like three months."
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, that's what happened." I mean,
1: oh my! <laughs> it's like you did it. On like purpose. called
0: tendinitis I got like tendinitis in my knee. That I think only old people are supposed to get.
1: <laughs> so, wait, did your dad want you to be, like, some jockey guy or kid?
0: I think he did. I think he was, like – because he was. He played football and, and was a jock, and I think he was, like, this is the blueprint that worked for me, so it works for everybody.
1: He just, he just signed you up, too. He didn't ask if you wanted to play.
0: No. I, yeah, and then when you're young, you don't even know there's an option to say no. You're just like, right. all right.
1: Bro, I can't imagine – Especially with all the studies done now on like uh concussions and stuff just like being a parent and signing your kid up for football and you just don't tell them and then you just bring the practice one day <laughs> and they just get fucking yeah. rammed okay,
0: Get rammed, my you know my knee injury and then i think i broke a finger and and dude like i was so small like 14 years old me was yeah. like five feet tall i think i was like 110 pounds and then I was getting like crushed, but
1: you weren't. You weren't good I, at all.
0: No, I was. Oh well, I had like the fundamentals, like I said, so I could catch and I could like do the moves and stuff. So they passed me on the team just because. I, I don't even know, but I, I I never was first string or anything, but right. Uh, and then I kind of got mad when I got passed. Like I'm like, God, I got to keep doing this. Like, yeah, it was like, <laughs> like like I was like writing my own death sentence. <laughs>
1: that's so crazy so what about like what about your dad now because you're doing comedy um you're not playing sports um you're talking about you know podcasts about anxiety does he is there any part of him that's like this is i, I thought i was gonna have a fucking tom brady as a kid
0: <laughs> he, he he needs to go to therapy if he thinks he's gonna have time brady as a kid but <laughs> uh or some, some kind of delusional program i think he would have to Right, right, need medication for it. You need medication for schizophrenia or something. But
1: right,
0: I when I first started comedy, I was like, he didn't seem that type of guy, so I, I didn't tell him. Mm-hmm. And he found out on his own. Like oh, he wow. uh, go- googled me or something and saw stand-up clips and and stuff. And he was like, I checked those out. They're they're pretty funny. <laughs> That's great. And he and yeah. he did, he wasn't like, why didn't you tell me about this? He was just like cool i guess you're doing this like he mm. didn't really care and then after that i was like all right cool so i started being more open about it but yeah at first i didn't, didn't think he would vibe with it at all and silly me you know i'm not living in his house i, I it would have no effect on my life but
1: oh you you start doing it after you moved out yeah okay yeah i don't know it's just i have that weird i didn't I've been, i didn't tell my parents until like i i think like a a cousin brought it up <laughs> on dinner <laughs> or some shit. Oh,
0: okay. So that's normal. Like you didn't tell him right away.
1: It's of course. It, I, I think in a, the healthiest of households, I think the kids tell their parents everything they're doing, but I don't even think that exists. That's like a fucking fairy tale. <laughs> I think, you know, um,
0: Oh, your dad is is like an intellectual guy, right? Like a professor? My
1: dad's a day. professor. He's got his PhD. He's got his master's. He's got a D.H.D. A, a a LS, LSD. He's got he's a genius, you know? And so he doesn't understand this at all. Like, like yeah. uh, he doesn't, he, he just like, he's all about numbers and probability. And like, so he sees this, my career is like, you have no chance of making money. Like you just like this, people don't make it. Like this doesn't make any, the, the numbers don't add up, you know?
0: Yeah. My dad said the same thing to me and I kind of hinted at it before I did it. Like, what if I was a comedian? He's like, there's only <laughs> one or two that actually make a living. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> That's
1: very encouraging, right?
0: Right. Yeah. So I'm like, but then he wants you to be star a- reading-
1: athlete. I- I'm yeah, exactly. Up, actually, but you know, he wanted you to play football, obviously, because he had- maybe had a hope that you would be a, you know, be an NFL. Right. I think he
0: just wanted me to be like, like like kind of like a more uh normal guy like i I don't want to talk bad about football or whatever but it kind of like institutionalizes you into being a man like you know you have to work out you have to have a certain practice regimen you have to be friends with people because they're on your team so after you do do football you either join the army or work construction or or something like you know like it sets a path for you to to have a normal career like a guy who plays football doesn't really become a comedian
1: no, you're I mean, right. I think, yeah, I think it's almost the norm, the standard of American, uh, of American, like, all-American, like, uh, uh, boy, you know, all-American, you know, boy in high school. Like, yeah, you're right, because say play football, and, you know, you don't make it necessarily, and then you just, like, you know, you got your varsity jacket, you got your buddies, you know, you drink your beers with, and then you just get a job at an assembly line or a factory and, and i really
0: know. think that's what he wanted for me i mean not a factory job or whatever but right. i think he wanted that like normalcy or whatever mm-hmm. He, did, well i mean like looking from his angle i guess he didn't want me to be a drug addict or whatever yeah. fear he had no
1: it, i don't know it sounds like especially since they put you in that school they really obviously wanted the best for you so i'm not knocking it at all i, I just thought it was funny that uh he just signed you up for football
0: <laughs> <laughs> i know <laughs> there you go
1: <laughs> And you're, you're just so, like, I, this is just the new way, this is the Gen Z way of thinking about things, but it's like, if I was your parent, I, 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 I'd I be like, oh, he's playing music, you know, he's dating a goth chick. I, I I don't think he's into fucking sports, you know?
0: Smashing his head against somebody else.
1: Right, right, I don't think that's his, he, he likes head, you know, smack, banging and like, his, right. his songs, but not other people with helmets on.
0: No, exactly, yeah. Uh, you're right. I wasn't really my path but i don't think he knew he didn't know distinctions of of that kind of stuff because he only lived one life and it was his own so
1: well even my dad's the same way my dad lived like one life and they're not as uh introspective as us today like our kids are gonna be so spoiled and like we're gonna care about their feelings so much i just don't think like that was the thing. like that's just not how you rate like you literally just made money and then you came home and then everyone just shut the fuck up kind of right
0: yeah it was way easier
1: yeah. Fuck.
0: You didn't have any therapy. It wasn't well known. I don't even I think like maybe like three therapists worked yeah. in the eighties, maybe. We weren't shamed.
1: You weren't shamed <laughs> like, uh, for not talking to your kid, you know.
0: Yeah, just like the Sopranos. Like he was shamed for going to a psychiatrist uh, right. in the early seasons. They all thought he was a quack or a whack job.
1: You think you're fucking nuts, you know. But now you think
0: you're nuts, right?
1: Yeah, now, now it's totally normalized.
0: Yeah, you can do it and be a normal person and, and people tweet about going to therapy and not, it's like more spoken about.
1: Every New York City comic has a chunk on therapy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, and then every and you can tell like when I go on the road or even if I, at, at that LOL tourist club yeah, they hate the therapy jokes. They can't stand yeah. the therapy jokes. <laughs>
1: because they're from blue collar places and they're just like, like it, it goes back to the problem thing we're talking about. It's like our lives are—we have money, rent, we do comedy. We're in the best city in the world. We have everything at our fucking whim and disposal, and we're, that's now we're complaining about our feelings, you know?
0: <laughs> right? Yeah.
1: Them—they're complaining about I Walmart's fifty miles away. Like I'm—I I'm, I, you know my my truck won't start. I might or
0: saw took off my pinky last week. Right, right, <laughs> right.
1: I uh, My wife's getting fad and, and uh, there's only three other girls in my town that I can cheat on her with, and they all know each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they hear that. They don't want to hear it. But, yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm still with I have, that. I have right. a lot
1: of... Oh, shit. I have a lot of... um, I have a lot of these bits I wanted to work on about my self-worth issues and my anxieties, and... I'm on the road so much, dude. I just don't have ever really have time to try When I come to the city, I try to work on it. But other than that, it's just like I know going to Florida, they're just gonna I hate work it.
0: Yeah. Even Jersey like doesn't really vibe with the with the therapy material. Only in New yeah. York City. If the crowd is New Yorkers, that's when the therapy stuff really crushes. Or any know.
1: meet. like I think if you go to Seattle, it probably work out pretty well. Los right, Los
0: yeah. A- too, yeah. right, yeah. LA too. Right. But the everywhere else on the East Coast feels
1: what are you queer yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're a quack.
0: who is this guy wait 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 we, where we, are the street jokes, we, we, about jokes your about wife? <laughs> yeah right they want to hear dick jokes complaining about your girlfriend and right right and, and about right. the asians can't president
1: trust. we all know we know the fight. yeah or racist
0: jokes yeah they love those
1: <laughs> all right so um let's wrap up here man thank you so much for doing this dude where Work? so let me ask you first if you can go back to high school and change anything would you change anything
0: that's you know, like the the thing like i always think about you know i'll be like what am i gonna do different and now uh I'm wait, what, enough
1: wait, myself. Wait, you gotta got, what was that you just don't <laughs> know
0: what am i gonna do different oh, okay. what am i gonna do change different?
1: my right. whole
0: life yeah yeah what could i have done to Fix myself. I would definitely not date that girl. That would be like number one. Is like dump her. Not even pursue that girl. I'd rather be single and and a virgin than have her as my girlfriend. But right. Maybe I learned something from it too. But that would be the only thing I change. Otherwise, I I kind of like liked everything the way it played out. You know that that's just a sign of being secure. Is like I'm okay. I I'm okay with playing football and having my head bashed in. For. From every every summer, yeah, I don't mind about that. I mean, it's over, and I guess it kept me in shape. But yeah, the girlfriend, maybe, maybe I dated her too long. I should have not.
1: That's but, that's what I would say. Maybe the point, the the moment you felt like this wasn't, you are unhappy, then you cut it off. But you, I think you let it go on too long, and you know, that was just, I, it, it obviously nothing, something you should, you don't want to get your Delorean and like, go back and change. It's not a big deal, but it's like. Yeah, you probably would have had, you know, you would have come off that high of being single again, the happiness of being, you know, and then you, you never know what would have happened, you know, maybe had a little more fun.
0: Yeah, I, well, probably not. I probably would have
1: <laughs> probably, probably more video games and tinnitus, you know, I probably would have. That, that's exactly it. I should play more video games.
0: <laughs> maybe I've been happier. But uh, yeah, but I feel like everything that happened made me who I am today and I like who I am. So yeah. When you're insecure, then you're like, I wish I'd changed everything. I could have done this and that. But if you're kind of yeah. happy with the way you ended up, then I, I don't have a lot of uh regrets. Yeah. In that sense. I mean, my whole life would have been different if I lived in a different neighborhood, which blows my mind. Like I would have been yeah, I would have been selling medical equipment right now. Or something. Yeah.
1: And that's that's tough though. I still give it up to your parents because it was a tough neighborhood, but they outsourced you, you know. So they did the best they could. Oh, and my are.
0: latchkeyness made me oh. watch comedy and like comedy. You know, like, right. if I didn't have a lot of time by myself, yeah. if if I had parents that cared about me and talked to me all the time, I wouldn't have been able to watch Seinfeld.
1: And stuff. Right. But also, <laughs> too, being the last one to leave latchkey and being treated like being, being made to feel like you're an uh, inconvenience, I think that also leads to a lot of anxiety and also to, like, why we do comedy, you know? Like I think all that manifest, yeah.
0: There's oh. no other comedians to uh to come out of that latchkey program, so or like uh, I don't know.
1: We should start a tour, latchkeys kids. So <laughs> show starts at 6. 6.15.
0: <laughs> all those other latchkey kids didn't really care about keeping up the counselors, so I was the only one that well, They were, so were
1: latchkey kids. School ended at 3. They would leave at 3.15. Their parents would come pick up. I'm like, what are you paying for this program? What the fuck?
0: <laughs> oh, I felt so... Je- I was so jealous of those oh, kids.
1: Me too. The sun was still out. I'm oh, like, They're going to have a... They're going to go on the swings and shit.
0: Yeah, they got so much, so much life ahead of them. I got to sit in the cafeteria with the lunch lady looking at me
1: <laughs> for two eat, Everyone two Eat these fucking pretzels and these little cartons of milks.
0: <laughs> right right <laughs>
1: yeah all right uh siobhan plug all your stuff man where can people find you plug the podcast one more time
0: okay so panic attacking it's on youtube podcast platforms uh and we have the social media on instagram it's panic attacking and on twitter pod panic attack my social media is just my name i'm on tiktok now i'm trying to make a name for myself on that app i i know I 25 000 followers so i'm getting there 25? 25 Twenty five 45 Twenty five thousand. Oh, that's good.
1: That's good. It's the worst app. I hate it. It's it's terrible. But,
0: but it's I'm the honest. only one where you get followers.
1: It it is, but I I uh I've been joking about this recently, but it's like anytime I post something about my race, it gets it goes viral guaranteed. And anytime I post anything about anything else, no one watches it. Yeah,
0: I feel like if you go viral for one thing, then that right? th- that becomes your brand.
1: Yeah it's sad so but like it's the, true. it
0: pushes more of the same stuff over and over again but you don't you can still deviate from it it just takes a while
1: yeah but also too it's like i started that like crea- the creator fund too so now i'm all just like why am i going to... i'm like oh, I, I, what, how much time am i going to waste you know trying to be creative
0: you're, you're on the creator fund yeah oh yeah. well that hurts your views too man they like kind of manipulate them so they don't have to pay you as much oh really yeah like Oh, I know that. Matt, when Maddie joined, she she's, like, had a little bit of a slump. And my other friend who joined, and uh, I, I feel like they manipulate your views to... Well,
1: maybe, but there was one video after I joined that went viral, like, a, comp- a kind of, like, immediately after. And everything oh, cool. else has kind of been slow, but... Oh, whatever, man. I mean, leave- I just... Maybe uh, that was their way to
0: hook you in. I don't know.
1: I just, knew, I just heard you can make money from it. It's not a lot of money, but it's too late i don't think i can unjoin it can i whatever
0: all right you can't unjoin it but i would try it if if you feel like you're slumping in views
1: i don't even care i just i do it's not like it's not i don't care i just want more money
0: (laughs) so yeah right
1: i like i made one recently i thought it was pretty funny and then but it's not about being mixed race and it's just yeah i'm just looking up it's eating shit right now whatever all right so Andrew Chavone Pank Attacking Podcast. Um, thanks for coming on. Really appreciate it.
0: Thanks for having me, man. Great to see you.